The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. It was Moose's birthday yesterday. If I dare say, as a witness to it, it seemed like one of the best birthdays of your life yesterday. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, there was we did the zoo. So we go there... And then we went by the zebra cage, and <laughs> the male zebra, it was feeding time, and he was mildly aroused. Spice. And I just stopped. <laughs> I was like, oh. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody, to the RP Show on a Thursday. It's a Thursday, right, Moose? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Dar- uh, Darren Moose DuPont's with me. I, For the life of me, woke up today and thought it was Friday, and then I wrote down Wednesday on my show board here. What the heck is going on? <laughs> hey, welcome. Yeah, it's not like it's Groundhog's Day either. I mean, it's, every day's uh, been a great day, but yeah. lots of Hey, I've got so much to get to today. There's a lot of breaking news today, some NFL coach hirings. Big Ben Roethlisberger officially called it a career today. And it's one of those days where, as I said to you long ago, Moose, I don't even go to bed at night thinking about what we're going to talk about the next day because you never know what's going to come up in the morning. And that's why daytime sports talk here on Game Plus Television works so well with us and you, the viewer. But I do have six topics Tomorrow is football Friday here from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, and I feel like spending way more time on the NFL Conference Championships and all the rest tomorrow because, quite frankly, the Calgary Flames set an NHL record last night in their game. Have you taken a look at the games tonight in the National Hockey League, the 10 games? I haven't yet. I mean, I I know kind of what's going on for sure. But it's just, yeah, like it's going to be another big night in the NHL. Tonight. That's what I'm. That's kind of really all I want to talk about. So mm-hmm. we'll save the NFL stuff for tomorrow. But Big Ben uh, announced his retirement. It's not shocking. We all knew that that was going to happen. But even yesterday, we didn't get to any of the Sean Payton uh, stepping down in New Orleans story because stuff happens, right. and that's fine. But coming up on the program today, I'm excited about this guest. These guests, Mo Egger from ESPN. 1530 Cincinnati to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals AFC Conference Championship game on Sunday at Kansas City. And that's an hour one. And in hour two, Kyle Krinkovic of the Saskatoon Blades. He's a guy that checks a lot of boxes, Moose. Plays for the Saskatoon Blades. He's from uh, Chestermere here, Chestermere Lake, just outside Calgary. So we're looking forward to that in hour two. So that's what's going on. Um, and I think with that preamble, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Trying to remember what I had to say uh, off the top, and maybe it'll come to me because I just I'm going to dive right into it. Okay. Well, 
Yeah, we got to say happy anniversary. You're seven years. We got to acknowledge oh, yeah. that seven years sober. Thank so thank you. What a week. Yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. Your right? birthday Tuesday, my seven year sober birthdays today, and the interesting thing factoid of the RP show. You never knew me as a drinker. No. It's quite a story. January 2015 was your, your sober day, January 27th. Yeah. And we met in May of 2015. Isn't it funny how like, the world works like that? So we'll celebrate tonight, and you can have, you can have three or four Diet Cokes tonight. Uh, I usually have three or four <laughs> Diet Cokes. I'll buy oh, seven right. or eight Diet Cokes. I'll drive. I'll Seafood drive. night at the buffet. Here at Gray Eagle Casino. Ooh. So uh, come on down. We got the smoke. All right? In my, do we ever? Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Th thank you for that. Seven years. Life's never been better. You can do it, too, if you're struggling. Uh, okay, did he hit the horn? Hit the horn again, if you don't mind, uh, Director Jordan. I appreciate it. <clears throat> or whoever's in charge. Are they back? There? <laughs> thank you. Oh, I was getting worried. The Toronto Maple Leafs scored three power play goals, and Austin Matthews produced the shootout winner to defeat the Anaheim Ducks 4-3 uh, on Wednesday night. Mitch Marner, Wee Willie Nylander, and Johnny Tavares each scored power play goals to push the Maple Leafs to a two-goal lead before an empty Scotiabank Arena because of provincial COVID-19 restrictions. The game that we watched, our featured game, was Matthew Kachuk scoring twice and the Calgary Flames routing. The Columbus Blue Jackets, 6-2, fired a team record 62 shots on goal. As uh, Don Cherry would say, Elvis Merz Lincoln saw more rubber than a dead skunk on the Trans-Canada Highway. <laughs> Remember when he used to say that? He, that, and he called uh, Felix Pot from the Michelin Man. That's right. It was the most shots by a visiting team in a regular season game since the NHL started tracking shots on goal back in 1956. Jacob Markstrom made 22 saves, 23 saves for his 13th career shutout. He leads the NHL in shutouts this year, and it sent the Blue Jackets to their third straight loss and fourth in a row at home. Columbus is a good team now. The Calgary Flames looks like they're getting on a roll. In Detroit, Dylan Strom scored three goals, and the Chicago Blackhawks had their highest scoring game of the season in an 8-5 win over the Detroit Red Wings. In Denver, Gabriel Landeskog tied the game with 36.5 seconds to go in regulation, and Kale McCarr scored a power play goal 301 into overtime as the Colorado Avalanche rallied past the Boston Bruins 4-3. For their 17th straight home win, that moves them past the 75-76 Bruins. Uh, they now won the fifth longest streak. The record is 23 straight home wins set by Detroit back in 2011-12. Did you see the Taylor Hall hit? On Nathan McKinnon that knocked him out of the game, Moose. Yeah. Clean. I'm saying clean. You? Tough to watch. Sure. You know. A lot of clean hits are tough to watch. And that's, that's the part. Is it clean or is it, hey, he hit him hard and we can't hit people hard anymore. Um, or who it is. Let's not forget. That matters who it is. too. That matters Matters too. a lot. It mattered in this... Uh, coming up. James yeah. Reimer, good friend of ours. James Reimer stopped... Alex Ovechkin eight times among his 32 saves last night to help the San Jose Sharks beat the Washington Capitals 4-1 and snap a two-game losing streak. And the news out of the NHL office. It's not breaking news, but Buffalo Sabres goalie Aaron Dell. Dell, let's talk. 
received a three-game suspension from the NHL on Wednesday. A three-game suspension from the NHL for an incident involving Ottawa Senators forward Drake Batherson. Dell will lose $11,250 in salary that will go to the Players' Emergency Assistance Fund. I thought three games was too high, but talking to my hockey friends in Florida today, uh, they were saying, hey, it's a different game now. Different game than it used to be, right? Yeah. So three games I thought was harsh, but what are you, where are you on that? Yeah, but I mean, I would have been happy with two or one. So what's three? I mean, it's... Ask, me it's ask a, him. <laughs> a little arbitrary for me to sit here and say it's yeah too much or too little, but uh, the fact that he got something is important, I think, because it's a play that just can't happen. I wanted to have that as the poll question today. Three games for Aaron Dell. Too much, too little, or just right. But I was overruled by these people and our staff, which is fine. Good time to get to the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, and it is, which NFL conference title game are you most looking forward to on Sunday, the AFC Championship game, Chiefs and Bengals, or the NFC Championship game, 49ers and Rams. At press time, 54% say Bengals and Chiefs. I'm going to vote for the Rams in San Francisco. Biggest reason, Moose, is that we're going to Super Bowl. I've said this before on the air. I just think it would be so much more exciting to have the home team in it. The L.A. Rams are favored by 3.5 in L.A. this Sunday over San Fran, and I, I want them to win. I want them to go all the way. My dad's cousin, Sam Connolly, said, Who are you pulling for, Roddy? He asked me on Facebook, and I said, I'm, I think the Rams all the way. Yeah, you know, it'll, that'll be an interesting game because I think when they played in the regular season, the 49ers fan base flooded SoFi. Yeah, probably. They're everywhere. And that, and that happens at that stadium. It's a destination city. So I think the crowd will be very good. I think it'll be a mixed crowd. I do. I think it'll be a better game than the Bengals-Chiefs. I do. So do I. The 49ers have beaten the Rams six straight games. Does that, to you, affect your bet? Ooh... I'll tell you later. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Shane Melanson, one of our wonderful sponsors from Deer Valley Golf and Country Club, writes in, congrats, Rod, on seven years. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Some jack wagon this morning on Twitter. What? No, no just... I, I posted seven years sober on my recovery account at Peterson Recovery. He goes, are you saying that to inspire people, to show them that they could do it themselves or are you doing it to stroke your own ego i hate people i told the guy get a grip and he came back and said answered my question thank you congrats you know who thinks that way because somebody put something great you got to look at the motives and you know what even if it is to stroke your own ego and that's what gets you to eight years yeah whatever it takes. then it gets you to eight years right and if it's to inspire other people, it's to inspire other people. What a jack wagon. Yeah. 2.2. Um, DeMar DeRozan scored 29 points as the Chicago Bulls held off the Toronto Raptors. 111-105. Chicago won consecutive games for the first time since January 7th. Gary Trent Jr. had a game-high 32 points for Toronto. They've lost 6 of 9. Moving on into the football. Point three From the CFL, a couple of notes. Devontae Dedman is heading to the NFL. The Ottawa Red Blacks released the receiver kick returner to pursue an opportunity south of the border, reportedly with the Miami Dolphins. He was the CFL's top special teams player last season. He is an NFL talent. And if I can just spend a minute on this for a second, I saw people kicking this around on social media saying, 
They're upset that Devontae Dedman is leaving the Ottawa Redbacks because it hurts the football team. And I, did I tell you that I hate people? <laughs> How can you not be happy for a guy like that realizing a dream? I, when I read that, I thought of Mitch Love and when he was coaching the Saskatoon Blades and didn't get Kirby Doc back from the Chicago Blackhawks, came on this show and said, he's like, I'm not upset. This is great for Kirby. Our program will be fine. And they were fine. They were fantastic. Yeah. If you can't wish somebody well, then there's something wrong with you. And I just knew that Mitch Love will go on to achieve great things because he's got that attitude. And he is achieving great things. Yeah. Right? Coaching the Stockton Flames, <clears throat> doing very great things in the American Hockey League. That, and then the Edmonton Elks signing CFL mercenaries, Manny Arsenault and Adarius Bowman. It's my commentary today on Cat Country 98 FM radio and Rock 98.5. People are scoffing at Chris Jones. I'm hearing it. I'm talking to people. <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Dealing with these guys. I'm like, are you not deep down, if you're a fan of another team, or if you're another team, not getting a little worried about what Jones is doing up there? I would be. Yeah, I would be too. And I'm hearing it from both sides. Hearing people scoffing at Chris Jones. What's he doing? Yep. And then I'm hearing people scoffing at the players. Like, you know, or, or really excited about the players, you know, at the same time. Um, that, oh, it's great to have Manny Arsenault and Darius Bowman back in the league. These are aging guys who haven't played in a little bit, but they were great talents. And Chris Jones knows great talent. And even if they're there to stabilize the locker room, because we know we heard about all the issues that were there and the culture wasn't very good. Well, those guys bring great culture. So even if they don't perform on the field, it's going to, you know, create the culture of the Elks. I think that's important. All of it. All of it. From the viewers, Oleg. Where is Oleg? <laughs> Oleg in Winnipeg. Oleg thinks that guy on Twitter better get a grip. RP Oleg is on Team Rod. Thank you. Ryan H. on YouTube. Don't let them bring you down today, Rod. Seven years is amazing and inspiring. Thank you. One day at a time. Darren in Salt Lake City, Utah says, My mother-in-law is from England. She would have told the Twitter boy to get stuffed. <laughs> um, Monty wants to point out, thank you, Monty's watching in Saskatoon. He's back in the rectangle that it was 11-11 when he wrote that. In the rectangle. 11 How about 11. That? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, here's the, and I get this. I see Jeff, the Stamps fan, they're just waiting to jump on the CFL news, and that's fine. I'm here for it. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan says, who's next for Chris Jones? Vince Young? You know, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And that's why I think that Chris Jones is good for the CFL. Generating discussion, newsflash, is great for any league. Any league. And that's what Chris Jones does. I'm speaking at a sports dinner in Assiniboia at the Prince of Wales Center on April 9th with Lanny McDonald, me, and maybe somebody else. I would, pref like, I would like to... We've got to get these sports banquets rolling again. That's yes. what we've got to do. Yeah. Fundraisers for your town. If you want to have a fundraiser and raise the most money in the shortest amount of time, have a sports banquet. Because as you say, we're doing sports banquets on this show every day. That's right. Right? That's right. But imagine being able to, you know, have a couple of drinks and a roast beef supper and hear these stories. I could talk about Chris, uh, Vince Young for two hours. 
I could. Yeah. The day that we signed him in Saskatchewan, when the door flew open at Mosaic Stadium in the news conference room and in walks Vince Young, his wife, his child, his agent, his PR person, his photographer, his agent's Lee Steinberg. Yeah. Show me the money. I sat right beside him. They say, don't ever meet your heroes. Sometimes that's correct. <laughs> that was my first brush with the NFL. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At that Whoa. scale. Yeah. And then we had the mini camp with Vince. I'm telling you, he's the size of the Coke machine that's down the hall. He's the size of a Coke machine. And float like a butterfly. I you know. Like the move. I'm like, it's the greatest athlete I've ever seen live, Vince Young. It's unbelievable to watch. And you'll get the comments. I'm sure they're in. Yeah, Rod, but he didn't do anything. Couldn't play. Couldn't, you know, play the, the game. Well, no, he could. He can absolutely play the game. Sometimes it's adjusting. Sometimes it's just, hey, right place, right time. And then he got hurt. You must have been watching him at Ryder Camp. Oh, yeah. Year. Yeah. He was great most of the time. Yeah. But there was a one time where our, yeah, he was upset that the cameras were on him when he was stretching or something. And I'm like, dude. From Texas. Longhorns. Yeah. Like you would think he'd be. And then the him. NFL. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Bill, in Assiniboia watching. He says, it's Rod, Lanny McDonald, and Chris Walby. How about that? Bluto. You think there might be some stories told? Oh, boy. That's going to be a fun night. By the way, for you folks in southern Saskatchewan that are going to be at that dinner, this Flames jersey that's over my uh, shoulder here, I bought that, and I'm taking it. I'm going over to Theo's house this afternoon, and he's going to sign it for me. And he says he's going to make me some of his special coffee. So yeah, I'm gonna, that, that jersey will be up, will be signed by Theron Fleury, and we'll be auctioning that off in Assiniboia that night. We need to break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into this NFL news. Talk about tonight's NHL games. The Oilers got Nashville in town. My featured game is the Panthers in Vegas, Golden Knights. I was planning to be there to celebrate my seven years in Sunrise tonight. Oh, COVID changed that. My. I know, right? It's a struggle for you. I can only imagine. I uh, Flames are at the Blues. And I want to talk about why the NFL playoffs are on CTV this weekend, but the CFL playoffs are not on, CT on CTV ever. We're going to talk about that, okay? So this is the warm-up. We're still going. Stick around. Mo Egger and Kyle Krenkovic coming up today. You're watching the RP Show live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You are looking live. Look up, Moose. Look up, Moose. Oh, that's where we are. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We're in there somewhere. Broadcasting episode number, what is it? I think it's 680, 684. And up, time sports time. And at the back of there is our view of the mountains. Ugh. Can we do that again? I'm sure there'll be There's another There's more break. shots, right? Can we get the bloop to circle? Ah, Get out of here, you goddamn Snoopy, parasite. Snoopy One is is circling the uh, building. Right. And we got live aerial Whoa. shots. How'd that happen? Live aerial shot. Well, I called the guy who called the guy. Um, Deb is watching in Tirana. 
on Game Plus Television. She says, congratulations, Rod. Seven years. Thumbs up emoji. Thank you. Seven years sober today. It Recovery works, and it is possible. Metal Shingle Guy is writing in on the 902 text line. He says, I say the Duke will be heading to the herd. And then says, congrats, Rod. I think Metal Shingle Guy is referring to Duke Williams. Everybody uh. in Saskatchewan is excited about Duke Williams, probably the Riders' best player. Uh, he's the biggest. I'm getting asked, I'm getting a look at text messages from people saying, are the Riders going to sign Duke Williams? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I have not been on the Rider trail in three years, and that trail has gone very cold. But that doesn't mean I'm not following it, but I certainly have no inside information. Fair? Yeah. No, I don't have any inside information. I hope he stays in Saskatchewan. Um, the interesting thing, oh, boy. Oh, did I open a can of worms? on that CFL, NFL, CTV thing. I'll just say this. There's a lot of, uh, I see the media commentary. I see the social media and the Facebook pages that are saying a lot of pressure on the riders now. Winnipeg signing all their guys and teams are announcing their coaching staffs. Why hasn't Saskatchewan? You have to understand that's just a Saskatchewan thing. They need to have something to worry about every day. I'll remind you that it is January 27th. Riders are historically one of the last teams to name their coaching staff. And they historically have a tremendous coaching staff. So if you're not summertime for six months worried about the games, then it's the offseason for six months, and they're worried about these types of things. Right. Worry, 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 worry. Yeah. What do you got? Well, I feel like you want to say something. It depends if you want to get into the CTV thing, yeah. I do right now, so thank you. So here's why. <clears throat> Met my good friends with Moose. Mydale Mike and his wife Joanne last night. We went up to the airport. Wonderful dinner at the Marriott. What a visit. Valet parking. Big time. Real classy. You and I each had a pizza. And I said, I'm going to be running in the morning hard in the gym at the Great Eagle. That's exactly what I did. So I'm watching Sports Center. So I always do. Feel like I know those guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in the commercial breaks. NFL Conference Sunday, watch on CTV, Chiefs, Bengals, Rams, Niners. And I'm like, cool, I will be. Not on CTV, I'll be watching in the States. But why don't I see these promos for the CFL Conference Championship Games, Divisional Championship Games, and for that matter, the Grey Cup? And I put that question to Twitter, got dozens of responses. I think it'll be into the hundreds by the time we get off the air. And Adam Seaborn follows the media, Twitter account, media guy. I love those guys that follow the media. I love reading their stuff. Right. I really love it. And this Adam Seaborn, it was sent to me what he'd said. It has to do with CTV being an over-the-air service. Because you know how many people don't have cable, right? They just have right. rabbit ears on their television. That, that happens for so many people, right? So that's why. He's not saying that. I am. Because <laughs> nobody has TSN, right? So a subscription service put the CFL games on the TSN paywall. Uh, the NFL is an over-the-air free network because, again, we're all living in a cabin in the mountains and all we have is rabbit ears to get CTV and CBC. And everybody said that it came down to money and sponsorship. And you, that's where you come into this. I, I get that. I just sit here. I throw touchdowns. You catch them and you also take money at the door. Yeah. That's Darren's thing. And uh, so I don't necessarily understand all of it, but I look at the millions that watch the NFL. 
comparatively speaking, the CFL has millions watching too, especially in the playoffs. So if I can go on just a minute, a bit of a rant here for a second, you can blame CTV and TSN if you want. And I'm kind of pointing the finger at them saying you control the strings. You could put the CFL on CTV. You just don't want to. But it's their network. Networks. They can do whatever they want. This, again, falls back on the short-sighted CFL owners that when Bell Media waved the check at the owners, <sighs> they took it. And they sold their soul to the network. So TSN and CTV are quite simply doing what's best for them. But they're not doing what's best for the CFL. And in a healthy, good partnership, you'd like both sides to benefit. But the CFL is being hurt by not being airing on CTV. That's a fact. Because guys like you and me and the people watching right now, you're all going to be watching it anyways. It's the other people. The 33 million Canadians that aren't watching. Never, never mind the 3 million that are. It's the 33 million that aren't. That's who you're trying to get. That's what I think. Have C I completely misread this or not? No, CTV is in <clears throat> infinitely more homes than TSN is across the country. My, my point. It's in, it's in every television home across the country. If you have basic cable, you've got CTV. You don't have TSN. You, you might in some bait, depending on where you are, but there's more homes. Now, there's a lot of things. It's strategy, right? It's, it just comes down to strategy. So for, you know, CTV, they got to decide, okay, what's going to appeal to a broad CTV audience? And they feel, I believe, that the NFL has more widespread appeal than the CFL does. You think they've always felt that or that's now the case? That's what they feel now. You know, did the Grey Cup not used to ever be on CTV ever? I thought it did. But uh, I, no, not. Well, it, it might not be. 40 years ago. Maybe. Sure. But it's been on, it was on CBC every year until 2007, right. and then it's been on TSN since 2007. Right. They also think what's going to drive subscriptions. So when you have a niche audience, that niche audience will pay, and they're very loyal and dedicated, and they'll pay to watch the program. If you put the NFL behind the paywall, well, they're just going to flip over to Fox, which you get for free, or you, in part of your cable. Or they're going to flip over to NBC. Or if they're going to pay, they're going to pay for the DAZN product online. So you're not going to get people to pay for TSN to watch the NFL, but you would for the CFL. And then when it comes to advertising dollars, if the NFL is more widely acceptable in Canada or more of a widespread audience, you're going to get more ad dollars by putting it on CTV than you would from the CFL. The CFL won't drive as much ad dollars. So that's where they're at. Um, it's, it's a tough position to be in. And that's why we always are a proponent of more networks better for the league take less dollars maybe but put your product on more networks and you're going to have more exposure and your product's going to grow that's why i loved it when it was on cbc and maybe tsn and sports and i'd love sportsnet to have a game there was too. a time like that would be the greatest scenario uh people love talking about this and i'm not sure i can get everybody's comment in jeff the stamps fan here in town says those 40 and under don't subscribe to cable at all that's another matter. He's right, but that's another topic entirely. Um, little, little Tokyo watching on YouTube says, over the air is important. Sadly, nobody believes this in the U.S. either. Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, says, you are not wrong, Rod. In a way, I am wrong. And Darren clarified that by saying CTV's in every basic cable package. TSN's not in every basic cab. cab. So it's not necessarily about the over the air, it's about the more homes with what you say. 
Correct? Yeah, no, for sure. And Still hurts the CFL. I know. And when you say that people don't pay for cable, they do. They're just paying for it and seeing it in different ways. You're paying for DAZN instead of paying for Shaw Cable. You're still paying to have programming available for you. You're paying for Netflix. You're paying for Crave. And eventually we'll start seeing live programming on those platforms. Just like the NFL is doing with Amazon. It's the same thing. You're paying for cable, guys. You just don't realize it. Right? Like, you're paying for healthcare, Canada. You just don't know. <laughs> Truth. Yes. Janice, she's a Stamps fan. She writes in, she says, we have basic TV, CTV, CBC, Global, no TSN, but subscribe to TSN during the CFL season. If CTV and TSN can share the Olympics, why not the CFL? Well, then that probably goes back to ratings, too. More, have you seen the ratings for Olympics in this country? It's mind-boggling. More people watch the dang, who's the female tennis player? Layla Fernandez. Yeah. More, way more people watch. Three times as many people watched her. Was it the French Open final? I know. Uh, US, US, Open, US Open final. US, three times more I watched know. that final than watched CFL. Well, and then when you look at the juggernaut that the NFL is... Like 75% of the top 100 programming programs in the U.S. over the course of a year are NFL broadcasts. You know, sports is the one thing that's kind of on demand and PVR proof, right? If there is. And the NFL just is such a juggernaut in that regard. And how did they get there? I'm asking. By being everywhere. Marketing. Marketing. Boom. Like, that's, that's a rhetorical question. But that's the me. biggest thing. You've got NBC, CBS, you know, ESPN, Fox. You've got Amazon Prime. You've got the Zone. You've got Red Zone. And all of them have multiple personalities talking about it. So Rod gets to say, hey, I'm a Dan Marino fan. I'm watching this network. And I can say I love Terry Bradshaw. So I watch Fox. And you watch. We have one option. So if you're not a fan of Matt Dunnigan and the crew on TSN. Sucks to be you. You got no option. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, my daughter buys the TSN package for the World Juniors. And that's it. That's cool. Too. But that's the thing. I saw somebody complaining the other day about um, he's got Apple TV and the NFL playoffs weren't on Apple TV because of CTV. I'm like, I don't know. We went to a sports bar. Yeah. I often say, if you really want to watch, you'll find a way to watch. That's right. Come to the Shark Club. Deerfoot Meadows. We'll be there. Not this Sunday, but for Super Bowl, we will. Mm -hmm. John Ohm. Ohm. Oh, I'm just beating the hell out of that thing. In the, Winnipeg. Huh? There are weights in your little box there upstairs. Know. He says, maybe the cable companies are taking hostage of the Grey Cup on TSN. To get the game, you need to pay extra for the subscription of Sports Channel. Maybe, but it's still hurting the CFL. And for a change i'm not going to bash ctv and tsn i'm going to say this again goes back to the short-sightedness of the cfl owners that sold their soul for the big check from tsn and now they're paying for it 15 years later true dad yeah is love face back in the comment section i feel like she is just working hard to earn p1 status ah uh, oh they're just talking about her she's not back how about that <laughs> in the comments section uh just a couple of nfl notes moose i'll see you back here for hour two sounds good uh there's a lot going on a source told the associated press thursday morning the denver broncos are finalizing a deal to hire green bay packers offensive coordinator nathaniel 
Hackett as their new head coach. His hiring will bring immediate speculation about the Broncos trying to lure star quarterback Aaron Rodgers to Denver, perhaps along with star receiver Devontae Adams, who is set to hit free agency in March. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Vikings have hired Kwesi Adolfo Mensa as their general manager, taking an innovative turn with an Ivy League-educated data expert from Cleveland's front office who once worked on Wall Street. Sounds like a very Kyle Dubas-like hiring to me. Adolfo Mensa, the vice president of football operations for the Browns for the past two years, was one of two finalists the Vikings identified from an initial pool of eight. The other finalist was Kansas City Executive Director of Player Personnel Ryan Poles, who was hired as general manager of the Chicago Bears on Tuesday. We will talk a little more about that with Mo Egger when we come back. We're going to open it up two segments from now in Taco Time Viewer Takeover. In case I don't tell you then, I'll tell you now. For the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one burrito half off at Taco Time every Thursday. And that is today. We're going to Cincinnati next with our good friend Mo Egger of ESPN 1530 Radio. It is the RP Show. We're coming to you live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And you are watching on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You are looking live at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're here for a couple more days. Headed back stateside, heading to Super Bowl, and then coming back here next month. Unfortunately, our Super Bowl party has been canceled. Damn COVID here at the sports bar at Great Eagle. But we got a lot of exciting things coming up. And uh, listen, are the Cincinnati Bengals going to be in the Super Bowl? That is why we have brought on Mo Egger, the resident Bengals expert, to talk about that. And because it's down to the final four, let's bring him in from Cincy, going to the beautiful Buckeye State. Do we have Mo Egger? What's up? There we go. Hey, Mo, how you doing today, my friend? What's up, Rod? What's happening? Everything. I was thinking of you Saturday, of course, with the AFC Divisional game at Tennessee. Was your heart in your throat when Joe Burrow was being sacked nine times? Can you could we look back for a second and take me through that game? What it was like for Cincy <laughs> to watch that? <laughs> uh, and you know, on one level, awesome because they were in it, right? They hadn't been in that game uh, for thirty-one years, and so here they are playing in the AFC uh, Divisional round, and it sort of felt like house money. And then the game is, um, needless to say, close, and you kind of had a sense it was going to come down to the last few seconds, maybe if not the last few seconds, certainly the last few minutes. But in the middle of all that, your franchise guy is getting the crap kicked out of him. And so that was, that was tough. And, and honestly, you know, we spent a lot of time this week talking about it. it. It wasn't just, boy, the offensive line wasn't very good, which it wasn't. Joe put himself in a position, unfortunately, where I think he took too many sacks. He took more sacks than I think. Uh, he should have because of holding onto the football, I think at times uh, not checking into the right play at the line of scrimmage. Uh, if you would have said to me last week, Joe Burrow is going to be sacked nine times on the road against a team that runs the ball effectively, I would have said there's almost no chance they win. And yet here we are getting set to watch Joe Burrow stare down Patrick Mahomes. 
So let's go there. Chiefs favored by seven. Can you objectively look at this matchup on Sunday? And how do you, how do you feel about that line? Well, I, I the the line makes sense to me. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. They haven't been great in recent years covering the number at home. They covered this past week against the Buffalo Bills, but needed uh, overtime to do so. But but I understand. I mean, it's it's one of the best home field advantages in the NFL. It, it's an offense that at times is absolutely unstoppable. And and yes, the Bengals did beat Kansas City here uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, at the same time. The Bengals needed an absolutely perfect set of circumstances to go their way from the game that Jamar Chase had to the way they handled the final few minutes of, of the game. Uh, Kansas City getting some key penalties, Bengals defense rising to the occasion. I can understand from an odds maker's perspective why you wouldn't be swayed by that game. And so my guess was it would be six and a half. So seven is sort of in that, in that range. Um. What do you think, Mo, Sunday's game comes down to? What are the keys in your mind? I, you know, I, I've said this on my show, and I'm sure my listeners get tired of hearing it. I think it comes down to, to one thing, um, which is the Bengals not turning the football over. And to me, the key to what their team has done, going back to uh, the last four games of the regular season, I, I'm not counting the Week 18 game against the Browns because they didn't play anybody of consequence, but if you go back to their last three regular season wins, they had zero turnovers, and they played different styles. Against Denver, it was field position, ball control. We're not going to take too many shots downfield against that secondary. They still won against a team that's not good offensively because zero turnovers. Against Baltimore, 525 in the air for Joe Burrow got all the headlines. To me, what stood out was zero turnovers against Kansas City. You can't overcome three different 14-point deficits if you have turnovers. They did overcome three different 14-point deficits because they had no turnovers. Zero against Las Vegas, one last week against Tennessee, which kind of opened the door to the Titans. So, I, I, you know, we, we talked before about the sacks and the pressure on Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm not as much worried about the yardage total of the sacks. I'm more worried about consistent pressure eventually causing a, the kind of turnover that you can't afford in a game like this. Go back to much earlier in the season. At one point, Joe Burrow led the league in the interceptions thrown. Uh, he was making a lot of bad decisions. They had some special teams turnovers against San Francisco, which is why they lost that game. They had a crucial turnover by Joe Mixon, the running back against the Chargers, which is why they lost that game. When this team has played clean football, they've won. If they play clean football on Sunday, I'm not going to tell you they're going to win. I will tell you they have more than a puncher's chance. Is there anything... About Patrick, well, not ending this dumb question. Patrick Mahomes, how vaunted <laughs> is he to face just going in there? Like, do you feel he is, like what oh. he pulled off against the Bills makes me think he's the best quarterback in the NFL, and he's, he's won the player vote saying as much. He's the most talented quarterback on the planet. There's no getting around that. The arm talent is mm -hmm. insane, and it's, it's unfair to compare any quarterback to what he can do purely throwing the football and throwing the football on the run, creating different angles. He is, a, I think, a more physically gifted version of, of Brett Favre, where, where, where he can sort of mm -hmm. take chances because of what he can do with his arm. And look, the reality is, when they played here 25 days ago, Patrick Mahomes in the first half looked unstoppable. And you watched against Buffalo. If you go back to when the Bengals played the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Zach Taylor, at the end of regulation, with his team not leading, did everything he could to not score. Why? He wanted to leave zero time for Patrick Mahomes. So then look back at this past Sunday. What did Sean McDermott, the coach of the Buffalo Bills, do? 
gave Patrick Mahomes an opening, gave him 13 seconds. And Zach Taylor, after that game against Kansas City, said, look, against most quarterbacks, it's not something we would have done, but that is Patrick Mahomes. He is absolutely imposing, and he's even more imposing when you play him on his own field. And so, yeah, look, we know the challenge the Bengals have. Chances are they're not going to win the sort of game we saw them beat uh, Tennessee in, which was kind of a rock fight. You're going to have to outscore them. Uh, the good news for Bengals fans is we just saw Cincinnati outscore Kansas City. The difference is obviously that game was here. This game is at Arrowhead. A real nugget, Mo, in what you said when you said the Bengals, it feels like they're playing on house money. I just wonder what it's like in your market because where I come from, uh, you know, pro football's pro football. 20 years with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Fans are all over the players all the time. Oh, you're, you're so great kissing their butt and you can get <laughs> caught up in that. Like, Tell me a little bit about Zach Taylor. Is he able to keep the head shrunk and, and, and focused to, so that that does not creep into their head on Sunday? Because it's human nature to think, hey, we're not even supposed to be here. You need to play relaxed, but you can't play too relaxed, right? Yeah, you know, I, I think it starts with a quarterback. I think it starts with, with Joe Burrow, who just, as, as cliche as it sounds, just epitomizes cool. And, and look, they have celebrated themselves, but I've never gotten the sense that they're too impressed with themselves. And they've done a pretty good job this year of, you know, when they won the playoff game against the Las Vegas Raiders, that was cathartic for this city. 31 years. I mean, we, you and I have talked about how bad they've been. And I thought the Bengals players and coaches handled it in stride. They recognized the significance of the moment. They recognized what it meant to the city. They recognized what it meant to their team. But uh, I don't think they dwelled on it. I, they've played this Kansas City team. They know how good they are. And I think they also understand what's at stake here. I think they also understand uh, the rareness of opportunity. And, you know, we would all love to think, boy, the Bengals, this is just the beginning. They're going to be back here again and again and again and again. And, and maybe they will be. But opportunities like this only come along so often. And so I I think from a mental and an emotional standpoint, they're going to be ready going in. I do think there is something to fall behind in a stadium like that against an opponent like that. That could test your will. We haven't really seen the Bengals have to, to go through a test like that so far. But I, I just, I start with Joe Burrow. He looks like a, a seventh or eighth year pro. He's so poised. He's so cool. He's so confident. I think everything, everything sort of flows from him. And as long as he makes, makes the trip and as long as he gets on the plane on Saturday, I, I think they're going to be okay. Good stuff. I love the preview. Two last things I see with your Bearcats hat. Zach Caleros just signed a contract. <laughs> highest paid player in the CFL. If you're, if you're following, I just wanted to let you know if you didn't know, Cincinnati yes, alum. I did. Highest paid player. Yeah, back-to-back -back championships. And also, how's the new studio there, Mo? There's nothing that really gives you tingles like a new radio studio. You got all the kinks worked out? see uh try to be diplomatic about this we've we haven't missed a show yet the microphones work i don't know when this television's going to turn on I, I don't know when when that's <laughs> when that's gonna i'm not sure what the point of having a television behind me is uh we're we're getting there it's a a, a work in a work in progress yeah rome wasn't um, built in a day been there been there and sorry to tell you, it may never get fixed. Mo, thank you. Know, th you. This is a medium. This is a medium that's over a hundred years old. So you know, you would, you would, you would think, you would think we could exactly. perfect it. Uh, hope to chat with the Super Bowl week, my friend. Thanks for the for the visit. Nothing would make me happier, Rod. Thank you. The great Mo Wagger, ESPN fifteen thirty Cincinnati, where the RP show airs.
all across the Buckeye State on Buckeye Cable Systems. We'll be back with a Taco Time viewer takeover in a moment. Fans uh, and viewers, we want to tell you we're excited to officially announce that the Telemiracle 46 Online 50-50 Raffle is back for another year. The winner will be announced on Countdown to Telemiracle. It'll be live streamed at telemiracle.com on March 5th, just before the start of Telemiracle 46, broadcast on CTV. Raffle proceeds will stay in Saskatchewan and will be part of Telemiracle 46, supporting the work of the Kinsman Foundation. We ask you to go to telemiracle.com right now to buy your tickets. You need to be 19 years of age and over and physically in the province of Saskatchewan to purchase yours. It's that time. Please help out Kinsman Telemiracle. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Again, another beautiful shot of the foothills and where we are at. We are in the event center there, bottom right of your screen. And we appreciate uh, Gray Eagle for paying for the blimp coverage. How about that? How about that? Yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. We're getting rolling here. It's been five, nine shows from Gray Eagle. Tenth tomorrow. And then we're loading up and getting out of here for a couple weeks and then coming back. And it is time for Taco Time viewer takeover. Uh, Jim Wagner watching in Balcara says, Roddy is punchy and spicy today. Keep it rolling. I like it. Not in a bad way, I don't think. Other than what I'm kind of tired of is been getting used as a punching bag by everybody. I bring up questions and people get really upset and say mean things that really hurt my feelings because I'm so sensitive. Uh, for instance, yesterday with the Michael Riley thing, should he go into the Hall of Fame or not? And people are calling me stupid and horrible. And, and now this. Why are the NFL playoff games on CTV, but the CFL playoff games aren't? Can somebody just explain that to a dumb stubble jumper like me? And then, and then all the, now it triggers another avalanche of, you're an idiot. What's wrong with you? Why can't you figure this out? Sometimes I wonder, why do I even have a show? Why do I even open my mouth? Northside YEG in Edmonton is watching and says, I think the CFL and TSN should meet half. Oh, this is John. Northside YEG says, I love Cincinnati, but unfortunately they're going to have to get by either Buffalo and Kansas City year after year. I hope they win, but they will be the underdogs for years to come, I think. Anyways, I appreciate the sentiment, but look who's not playing right now. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and obviously Cleveland. Last minute of play in hour one. Regarding that argument of playoff football on television in Canada, John Ohm, watching in Winnipeg, says, I think the CFL and TSN could meet halfway and at least have the Grey Cup game on CTV. Think of the advertising dollars it would generate for the broadcaster. Hashtag Grey Cup on CTV. I'm sure they've thought of it. I just want to know why. I'm not saying these guys are dumb people. I just want to know why, because it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says, with Big Ben retiring today, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers' early playoff exes, it would appear we are watching a changing of the elite guard in the NFL at quarterback. And I love it. Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert. Yeah, you're watching the future of the NFL. You're going to see it on the field 
on Sunday. Coming up in hour two, Kyle Krinkovic of the Blades and a whole lot more. Stick around, everybody, after this break. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.